on feeling in the morning. Hello, everybody. Thank you for downloading today's podcast. Obviously, no podcast yesterday because it was a public, public holiday. holiday. Yeah, it wasn't, though, in other states. No. I got a lot of, like, calls and I'm like, why is everyone on its public holiday? Mm. Only Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, no, I Melbourne believe. was definitely working. Because you thought it was something... Sunday. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was Sunday, but there's a real hectic thing about people in Melbourne at the moment. Mm. Like they wow. just, they're always just like, "Hey, calling about everything." Even though I did like an on- online inquiry, and by the time I had sent it, like someone just gave me a call back straight yeah. away. They got nothing to do. Yeah, but I was like, "You work for a bank. Normally, you're not supposed to reply back so mm. quickly." Mm. Yeah, but when you've got nothing else, um, like imagine even having a like they said they were keeping the public holiday for Melbourne for the grand final. And it's like, like well, what are you going to do? Why? That's you may rubbing that in. You may as well say no public holiday, and we'll save it up, and you can have two days next year. Mm. You know, when we're pandemic free. Because what's reckon a, that's what it will be though next year. Uh, I reckon they'll be they'll be fine by next year. I just love the meme getting around at the moment that says. Um, what I wouldn't do to get me some unpre- uh, to get me some precedented times. Yes, you know what, yeah. what I wouldn't give to have some precedented mm. times. There's a bit of confusion over Trump having it. Mm. People are saying his oxygen do you reckon levels he's really got it, or do you reckon, or do you think he got it on purpose? <laughs> no, a few of those conspiracies no. going around. Malena, I reckon, had to get it on purpose because we're like, look, hun, <laughs> people think that you like still kiss and stuff. So mm. if you don't have it. It'll be bad. We do. I just wear a face shield. <laughs> he <laughs> makes me wear a mask But there was a confusion about whether he was really sick with it or not. So mm. they had to sort of stage those walks, like mm. for him walking to the, mm. the well, He's just been released from hospital now. It's a bit strange he did that drive-by. That was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. To see the people that were there. Does this surprise you though? No, that, nothing him. surprises me anymore. He's, he'll be trying to get out and be like, here, look, I'm fine. I've mm. got it and I'm totally fine. Mm. I did actually enjoy, though, I watched his, um, he did like a, a press conference, but it was just a video from the hospital. Mm. And um, he fronts at himself. It was quite, quite funny. He goes, you know, like I'm in the high risk category. He goes, and the first lady has it and she's doing very well. Obviously, we're not as concerned about her because I'm not sure if you know, but she's a lot younger than oh I am. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually, but the way he younger delivered it, hotter, it was actually, and, it was yeah. actually quite funny the way the way he did it. It was funny because it's like, yeah, good point. Mm. You old and she young, mm. but you know, I wonder if he's got his will stitched up. I'd say so. Of course, he, he has. He's not on his to do list. Mm. Giving all his money to his kids. He's got like people to do stuff. Mm. Yeah. Would you get real friendly with one of his secret service and leave him something cool as a surprise? Like they, they've been, you know, saving your life the whole time, keeping putting their body on the line. You'd leave them something. Well, they get paid for it, but maybe. Yeah, but still, mm. I think I would grow quite fond of a man who says that he'll take a bullet for me. I think me. you probably should for the person that had to drive in the car with him. Well, that was ridiculous, wasn't it? Even the, the, a lot of medical professionals. I think they had to wear him. full... Like they had mm. uh, like coats on, they had like full face masks. Still a risk. Mm. Yeah. For a pomp and ceremony. You get paid extra for that role though. Oh, yeah. It's da- yeah, you definitely. Danger money. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely want some of that. If you get I it on the fit- oil rigs, you When you think that. of that though, I think it's a- amazing the people that have in Melbourne worked in the wards where it's COVID. Because mm. oh, so many yeah. of them are caught it, but you're just going, you're there and you're trying to do your job, which mm. is always to help them. Mm. Yeah. 
A lot of the nurses have got it out in the community as well. Yeah. yeah. Like my sister-in-law, who's a nurse. So it didn't get through work? No, all of her friends. She's like, yeah, like all of my friends nearly have it. And I was like, God, they all got it at work. She's like, nah, they got it out in the community. And then yeah, they right. went to work. Ugh. Well, they, I mean, they didn't know they were sick. Mm. Obviously, as soon as they get sick, then they, yeah. But just hectic. So those bloody shagging security guards. <laughs> Some security guards will protect the president. Other ones will shag people with COVID. <laughs> Some do both. Have they proved that yet? Have they proved that, the shaggy oh. shag or is it just speculation? They're in the middle of it. Uh, they are talking, they're doing an inquiry. Uh, a royal, did, what do they call it? A did royal. Did someone royal. definitely sleep with a security guard? Is I that confirmed? So. Yeah, that's confirmed. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's confirmed. I want to know, confirmed. The, I wanna know the evidence. Um, do you know what I mean? Well, I think the they, the they, girl who um, accepted the man's advance actually said, "Yeah, I'm mm. bada bing, bada boom." Uh, I, I think didn't, that's I didn't know. I didn't know if anyone confessed to it. Yeah, but what they're saying, they're doing an inquiry at the moment as to whose idea it was to I use know. security and they're not never police. Get to the bottom of that, and the be- they're all doing exactly what you did in year ten when someone was smoking cigarettes on the oval, and they're like, "Whose cigarettes are they?" And then one person they? stood down, right? And she's getting all the blame, and she's the like, "Then, then, 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 then." But it's like that. It's like, whose cigarettes are they? The principal asks. And everyone goes, we can't remember. Mm-hmm. And there are all the politicians, even Daniel Andrews, are saying, I can't remember exactly who, who it was. was who said we should use security guards. Mm. No one can remember. They've all, they've all gotten together mm. and they've crossed their stories, mm. you know, cross-reference. So they've done a good job there. This is security guards. Not just a security guard. It was security guards. So a few of them admitted to having sex with quarantine travellers. Yeah. At a party. Getting into it. Mm. All right. Speaking of getting into it, here's the podcast. (laughs) Was that not clear? (laughs) No. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Oh, g'day. It's Tradie Chat Tuesday. Well, a drill gives him a thrill. He's insane using a plane. There's no one better when they're up a ladder. It's time to go to Abby's house and Scotty Too Hotty for Trady Chat Tuesday. Hey, morning, Stabby. Morning, Matty. Morning, beautiful wifey. Hello, darling. You shouldn't say drills. He's a little bit scared of drills at the moment. Oh, yeah. Scared of the drill. Mm. Scared of the drill at the moment. But anyway. Why are you scared of a drill? Okay. Well, I, uh, you know, all this bloody hearing tests I've had gone and have happened and all this because I can't hear kids. Yes. Actually, it's probably well, Maddie that started that. Remember, you were the one that suggested we go and get hearing tests? Well, we know, if I remember correctly, and I wish I'd known about this because I would have dug up the audio from years ago, Scotty, didn't we have someone on who said that women, actually, it's been scientifically proven that they hear the pitch of a child better than a man? So are you, I hope you're true. not, um, you know, reverse engineering your genetics. No, there. he just realised how he can't hear at all. I think I... um. You got, you know. I reckon I probably have an industrial blind uh, deafness more than anything else. If I didn't, uh, if I didn't have uh, what's happened to my ears, I've got a little growth that grows over to, to protect my ear from cold water. So it's called swimmer's ear or surfer's ear. Surfer's ear. So. Yeah. The bone grows to protect the ear like for surfers. Mm. So all of Scotty's friends, when you're out with them, it is so insane. So you go, it's oh, loud. hey, it's hey, Pat, how you going? Now. And he goes, no, no. Abs, it's my right ear, so I've got to go to the left side and talk to him. But with Scotty, I've got to go to the right side. So Scotty's been driving for years. Whenever we go out, he will drive, and I'll sit in the passenger seat. And the reason he does that is because it's a blessing because he can't hear me talk. <laughs> yeah. And now you're getting, you're getting that bone drilled away so you can hear Scotty. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, yes. Why? That's uh, happening this Thursday. <laughs> well, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> You're being told to. I've kind of, yeah, I've kind of been told to by the business. So. <laughs> oh. The thing is, they, they might I chip it really. away. And if not, they'll have to cut the ear and open it up. Holy moly. Oh, get the flap out. Well, we cut behind the ear and they peel it back. Yeah. So, it. but, um, so yeah, it's going to be a bit of an interesting one, I think. But I won't be awake for it all, thank God. Yeah. So. See, I always think with, you know, when you see couples uh, that have been together and they say, we've been married for 60 years, and yeah. people always say, what's the secret? I reckon it's because the last 20, they can't hear each other. <laughs> and that's why. You know, you know when you see your grandparents talk, it's just, want a cup of tea? Huh? Mm. What? <laughs> yeah, perfect. What? And, and that's what I, you know, so, yeah. So, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm actually kicking God in the face by taking away his, uh, you know. <laughs> I, I love that saying. <laughs> wow. Uh, I should be letting it roll. But anyway, my wife, she uh, cotton on to what's happening and... Uh, just decided, well, he needs to hear better so he can wake up the kids. It's yeah. more the fact that you jump in the pool of drop of a hat. So, like, sometimes I'll be, you know, cooking dinner and there's a splash. And you're like, what is he doing? Like, it's always just having a shower in the pool because yeah. it's not chlorinated. <laughs> um, and he keeps getting ear infections because mm. water gets trapped in. So, because uh, he has so many ear infections, they're like, you have to... Now do with it, yeah, because you can't be on antibiotics for the whole year just so you can never hear your wife talk. And it doesn't look good. You'll only let a six-year-old pass with coloured blue tack in their ear hole, Scotty, <laughs> if I yes. see you at the well, I'm cool with that. Well, he needs to wear the a strap over his like, head for a while, don't you, darling? Yeah, two weeks, apparently. You've got to be bandaged up and kept protected and Ooh. dry. And, mm. So yeah, this is the last time we hear from Scotty too hotty for yeah. a while. <laughs> <laughs> I still have the other ear, but the worst thing is, is they're, they're both... Apparently bad. I just thought it was one, but he said, no, you're going to have to come back and do the other one. So mm. that'll all come down to uh, how this first one goes, I reckon. Yeah. What we should do, when are you getting the op? On Thursday. Let's play a game of Chinese whispers before you go <laughs> in for it mm. and see what Scotty, Scotty what he can, can actually hear. What he can hear. Yeah. And then after you've all cleared from your operation, see if it's any better. We should really test the doctor out here. Yeah. Well, they, knock out. Yeah. Well, he was telling me, and I, that's what bothers me. Scotty said that the doctor was telling him that he's seen something on YouTube that's worked. Yeah. I'm like, so has he done the surgery before? Has he done the surgery before? Uh, apparently in America they've um, come up with a different technique. Is using a little chisel. Mm. And I said, oh, I've got a couple of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your doctor <laughs> but, went on YouTube to find out how he's going to drill your ear. Well, no, he's, you know, there's, there's apparently a new technique now. You can, he said you can oil it, you, you can drill it, but if it's, um, that's more if it's more stubborn, but there's another, a guy's come up with an idea of a little chisel and you just hit it with a hammer and but, chip the bone away. But yeah, that's the thing. Uh, they all, no, when they do an operation, they all learn. They all put it on YouTube yeah, and they all watch it and they'll, yeah, they share I, it. I'm not sure I'm real comfortable with that. Your no, doctor really had a Gmail account. Yeah, but he was also able to do the surgery. That's how they. It's one hundred percent how they will do it. It freaks me out as well. But because you kind of go, we've got the best technology. Here you go, put it on. You know who owns YouTube, don't you? Who? Google. Who also owns Gmail? They're all the same company. <laughs> so maybe, maybe this doctor. Save. Maybe this doctor. It's on there as well on the old Gmail. Yeah, they watch. Uh, Thursday, I'm not going. You're going. <laughs> You're going. You get an overnight stay. It's going to be fun. I'll come and visit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll be right.
Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I got a ball. I got a ball. I got a ball. I got a ball. Everybody look at me because I'm heading down the boat. I got a ball. I got a ball. I got a ball. I got a ball. Don't you dare have a look at my anonymous boat. Yeah. No auto tune in that. No, yeah, Anastasia Palaszczuk right now apparently is doing her makeup and her hair, getting ready to go to. Is it the Governor General? Is uh-huh. that where they go to to say, "Hey, I'm calling an election"? Yeah. So, although we all know the election yeah. is coming, she 30, hasn't. Is it thirty first? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She hasn't put the official paperwork in uh, yet. So, so what she have to do an express? Was she late? You know, when you've got to pay the extra <laughs> fee to put it through, and you're like, wait, yeah. would have been fifty bucks cheaper if you came if you last wanted, week. Remember when you want to get a visa and you haven't, you've left it at the last minute, so you've got to go to Canberra to personally yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you got to ring times. them. No, you no, can you go, go there in person. Mm. Yeah, when I was living in Sydney, I had a lot, like all our flatmates were all Swedish, and they, if they left it too late, they had to go <laughs> fly to Canberra and get it organised. No way. Mm. Oh, Last well. minute. There you go. Well, the election is on its way. We've been hearing a lot about it. Um, and this is going to be um, the first time my son votes. Ethan mm. uh, turned 18 in March of this year. Um, and so I registered him to vote uh, two weeks ago, week and a half ago. Did yeah. it online. Bang, bang, bang. Easy. And then I thought I'm going to chat to him about it. And I think this is going to be a very interesting election because more than ever, so much has happened this year. Mm. You know, there's been talk about the borders, we're going into a recession, all that sort of stuff. Where's he at with it? So, um, I've never Did you learn a lot? (laughs) (laughs) From my son? What do you reckon? (laughs) What do you reckon? Now, he is a very chill kid. Yeah. Very chill. And I wonder if we're forced to vote from 18 years old. Mm -hmm. But is that a good thing? Because are 18-year-olds in the mindset where they're ready to be voting? So I asked him, who is he going to vote for? Not really. I'm kind of thinking maybe, like, liberal, but I don't know who the liberal premier even is, so I don't know if it's really... Hmm. So he doesn't know. And then I was like, why Why you decided on liberal? Out of anyone, you could throw a dart at, you know, uh, the Greens. I thought maybe being younger, he'd pick Greens or something like that. Maybe Labour. No, exactly. (laughs) He's got a few hipster mates with funny coloured hair and they wear Doc Martens. So they'd like that thing. You know, that that would be their their go. So I asked him why the Liberal Party. Mostly just because my family votes for it. I like a few of their policies and everything, but, you know, it's just kind of like, it's like more so a family thing. And what is the policy that you like? Money saving is all I know about the <laughs> Liberal Party. Do they save money? Is that meant to be their thing? It's meant to be like, wait. All I, I remember growing up, everyone would be like, oh, Labor spends money and Liberal saves money. And I was just kind of like, all right. So mm. he's, he's just but heard... He, is that who you guys vote yeah, for? Is that what it is? Well, I, I don't have a specific party. Like, I've voted Labor before. You can before. see he has learned a lot from you. Mm, vote money, Liberal, because we like money. Money saving... <laughs> well, I guess he's not he's good. not wrong. The, uh, yeah. the Liberal Party, they pride themselves on economy. Yeah, back in the black is always their thing. Why <laughs> <laughs> not this time? No. no. COVID. No. But see, we, I've never had a conversation with him, so he's yeah, just right. taking bits and pieces of conversations mm. that people have had and we, I must have been speaking mm. about. Um, so then I asked him this question. He's 18. He's being forced to vote. Do you actually want to vote in this election? No. I have no want or desire, nor do I even have a reason to vote, really. I've got... I just finished school. I've got, like, other things that I'd rather be thinking on rather than, like, oh, well, what's the future of my country going to be like? 
And what do you mean by that? Is, is that uh, not that you're not worried about the future, but you don't think you're... Yeah, of course I'm worried about the future, but it's also a thing of, like, I don't even know what I'm, where I'm going to be in the next five years. My life has no certainty at the moment. I mean, it probably never will, but it's that idea of I just finished school and there's all this other stuff that I have on my mind. Like, I don't have my licence yet. I just finished university. I'm trying to find a job. That stuff that actually I think is more important than voting. Ooh. It's so true. Yeah. Because his circle of responsibility is quite smaller. And I guess for him, it might help if he knew what was going to, you know, impact what party him. was going to impact him for uni. But I guess you don't know. So why is, why did you enrol him to vote so quickly? Because you have to. Yeah. You, well, <laughs> you'd kind of, yes and no. I mean, yes, legally you have to, but I've got friends that still have never, ever but registered you get for a, you get a fine. If you don't no, you vote, don't. you get a fine. Because, well, you have to when you're 18. Yeah. yeah. But kids, when they are responsible enough to register themselves, that's when they care about voting. So you should just lift it for him and maybe you could do it in a couple of years. See, this is we've been chatting about this and we're going to come back and speak to a dude from the Electoral Commission because I thought if you didn't register, no, you then you still get a fine. You only get a fine if you've registered and you don't vote. So if you never register, you never have to vote? Loophole. There's friends of mine that have done that and I will not give you their names because it's still... Not, n- not legal. Dodge. Not but they, but you don't get a fine. No, they've never got a fine. <laughs> so it's like a honesty system. Why are, we not, why are we not all doing it? Because it's still... Too late for you. <laughs> no, still, I know. So you've just <laughs> forced him into oh. it. Can you unenroll? Well, let's when ask. You, <laughs> when you think about it, if he hasn't enrolled himself, then maybe he's not responsible enough to vote. His mm. daddy did it for him. Mm. I, I told him what I was doing. He gave me his licence and everything. <laughs> I mean, no, you're right. I did it under duress. He didn't want it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I got a We're just talking about your son having to vote for the first time this year because, of course, you enrolled him. He was annoyed that he had to vote. And I was like, there are some people that don't ever enroll. Frowned upon. Mm. He well, doesn't we d- want to vote. He's like the pressure, the pressure, because he doesn't. Yeah. He's not really interested in politics at the moment. Um, I registered him because I don't want him to get a fine for not enrolling to vote. Yes, because obviously you have to vote in an election, and this is where we got into a bit of a chat around: can you get in trouble for not enrolling? We're about to find out from Pat Vigen, who's from the Electoral Commission of Queensland. Pat, good morning. Do you need to enrol? Good morning, guys. Uh, look. If uh, you're 18 and over, you shouldn't enrol because by law you should be voting. So, um, yes, the answer yes, is yes. enrol and vote. But what happens if you don't get around to it? Will you get a fine? Sure. Look, we understand, um, particularly for young people who are of an age when they turn 18, the first thing on their mind might not be to, to go down and enrol. It might be to do other things <laughs> as you turn 18. So so we get that sometimes it takes a few years before people might get around to it, um, and, and we're really sort of understanding of that. The main thing we want is people to uh, to eventually enrol and vote because there's nothing more important in terms of civic participation than, than voting. So sometimes... Um people won't get around to it and if they decide after 15 years that that was a wrong thing and they enrol to vote will they be fined for the past 15 years yeah look we'd hope it wouldn't take 15 years for them to i was very busy partying for my 18th (laughs) no idea indeed look uh 
what would probably happen in those circumstances is we'd communicate with them. But the main thing is we don't want to find people. We want mm. people to vote. That's the most important thing. So for first-time offenders, if you like, um, it'll be a written communication for us to them, but it would not be a fine. Mm -hmm. We only really look to find people when they're repeated offenders, um, and we have a few of those. Um, but they're people that, you know, don't really want to participate and do the right thing. But for people who honestly... Um, you know, miss out. We, we're really understanding. We just want them to enrol and to vote. It's really important they do that. There are 3.3 million voters in Queensland, mm. and at the last election in 2017, about 87% of them voted, so they did the right thing. I've always found this weird, though. I, I grew up in Scotland, and um, America, it's the same, where it's a democracy, and you can choose to vote if you want to or not, which gives a, you know, a, people either choose to participate in the running of the country or they don't. But here, it's a compulsory democracy, which has always found like a little bit of an oxymoron to me. Yeah, look, Australia is um, different in, compared to a lot of other countries, but I've got to say, it works really well and people really do want to vote. I mean, I know there's commentary from some people that say, you know, it should be our, our choice. Um, but we find more often than not people really do want to vote and what we try and aim is to make it really easy for them so you can post a vote or we have 11 days of early voting so you don't have to vote on polling day or polling day on the 31st of October come into a booth and vote. It takes literally two to three minutes. Enrolment is really quick too. You go on the website, the Australian Electoral Commission website, probably takes about two minutes. So it's a really simple process to enrol and a really simple process to vote. So I'm still, just to be clear, if you don't enrol for 40 years, <laughs> you're not get, you're not get a, you're, you will definitely not get a fine, Pat. Well, if you haven't enrolled for 40 years for some reason, what we'd probably do is, is, is write to you and say, we notice it's been 40 years. Um, can you sort of tell us about that? And we'll look at the... And what if I write back, hey, Pat, so sorry, couldn't be bothered giving up a Saturday? <laughs> Well, look, we probably wouldn't be overly happy um, with that excuse, but in saying that, what we want is people to vote. And, of course, we as a station would encourage, actively encourage everyone to enroll to vote. Yes, it's very would. important. Yes. Well, Although it you just don't. doesn't sound like you're, you're saying that, though. Well, no, no, I'm just saying I'd, I've come across something that, not no offence, Pat, but your rules are a bit dumb. But, oh. <laughs> but I guess it's hard to enforce. Yeah. Pat, can Stav, because uh, he doesn't vote because he's not Australian citizen, Right. What are the other people, I guess, that can't vote? Can you do it if you become a permanent resident? Is there any way? I, I believe that prisoners, if they have a sentence over three years, can't vote. Yes, um, um, there's been law changes, so um, there is some, some rules now which allow certain prisoners to vote. And um, certainly Australian citizens um, should be enrolled in, in vote as well. So that, that's really the limitations of it. And obviously 18 and over. If you're under 18, like you're 16 or 17, you can provisionally enrol. Wow. So that means you can put, give us your details now. Once you turn 18, we'll have those details and, and you're on the roll. It's actually a really simple process, guys. Yeah. We, no, it's, it it's funny, on, on social media, we, you know, we, we read that and, Sometimes I think if people um, did less sort of tweeting and just come in and enrol, then uh, that's really a great way to express your, <laughs> you know, your say and have your civic yeah. participation. Get you're in so, and, you're get so in right, Pat. Keep your opinions to yourself and just go and vote rather than telling the well, whole world. Well, that is giving your opinion. Do you know? It's just yeah. not, it's, I guess it's not public. See, I always think, Pat, if you don't enrol then you're not allowed to complain. So that's what voting's about. It's about coming in and having your say. Well, good on you, mate. Thank you so much. Pat Vigeon, you are the Commissioner of the Electoral Commission of Queensland. One last question before we let you go. Are you any relation to Jack Vigeon, who won Australia's Got Talent all those years ago? Uh, apparently, my father tells me a distant uh, distant relative. Yes. Right. Oh, there congratulations. You go. There you go. We haven't interviewed him in years, and we've interviewed you, so you can rub that in his nose. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Good on you, mate. Thanks, Pat. Good on you. 
Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hectic night at my house on Saturday. Heckers. Things went crazy. Did you have a party and not invite us? It was a long weekend. He wouldn't have had a party. He wouldn't have had people out. It's something to do with your... uh... You cooker, your air fryer, did you do something? I did do air fryer, did some uh, wings and drumsticks, they were a delight. Deep fried some pickles too, but no. Um, we were just sitting there, minding, casually minding our own business, watching some TV, we were watching a movie, Peanut Butter Falcon, starring the amazing Shia LaBeouf. Not a bad ride. And I heard a noise, and I was like, what is that noise? And my wife's like, hang on, yeah, I can hear it too. I'm like, sounds like the cat. Where is the cat? And the cat was in the other room, so it wasn't the cat. Bush turkey, possum. Yeah. Bra- break and enter. Is where Both I'm of them going. came in. They made friends and they're like, we've got this. <laughs> we can take them. We can take them. I'm like, where is it coming from? And we couldn't find it. And then finally, like 10 minutes of searching, and we uh, moved the couch. And behind the couch, two possums just chilling. In- inside. What sort of house do you just have two possums just not aware of it? Well, we were aware of it. What had happened was... A Barden mansion. So spacious. <laughs> They're in the left wing! <laughs> They're in the left... Next to the helicopter! <laughs> what had happened was, uh-huh. the night before, um, my um, daughter had a, uh, her cousin stay over and I made them popcorn so they could watch a movie. Yeah. And they didn't tell us, but they had spilled all this popcorn down behind the, the couch. Yeah. So the possums were down there having a gay old time. Eating the popcorn, watching your TV shows. Yeah. You guys are watching Saying, Netflix. Change the channel. We don't like this one. <laughs> yeah. like you. you know, this is the thing, though. Once you get Angus, you're not going to have any of these issues. I, I hope not. Because Angus is not his new butler. That's his um dog. He's getting a dog. <laughs> <laughs> My doggy butler. <laughs> uh, um, but so, like, they don't. They're happy where they are. So they were not moving. They were ensconced. So I got a broom and I managed to shoo the mum out the door, but the little one was not moving. And when I say little, cat-sized possum, fairly decent. And I said, I looked at cat, I said, I'm going to have to pick this thing up, aren't I? And she's like, yeah, I think you're going to have to pick this thing up. What'd you get it with? What do you mean? Your hands. Was it a baby one? Didn't scratch you? uh, Well, it was was fairly decent size and I grabbed it. Bare hands? like Like a cat. Like oh, on the, on the, and back the, of the neck. neck for the neck, and then I took my time and I turned to the camera. I said, "Crikey, have a look at this one!" <laughs> Did it, you film this? No, I didn't film oh. it. I, was, I didn't think about filming it. No, was, if I'm if I'm grabbing a possum by the back of the neck, I'm, this needs to be on Instagram. And it was going all right, and then it starts, and it got me. Oh, jeez, you're gonna need tetanus. I don't mm. think so. I'm keeping an eye on it. I was hoping more for like crazy possum powers. <laughs> This could be the second wave. First, it was a bat in Wuhan. <laughs> Next, it was a possum in Barnum. Siobhan's written um, rabies. Do you know, we never you used can't to have get rabies. rabies. No, but from the bats, they, they did have them up in North Queensland. Remember, it was the first time. Sadly, a boy passed away that's from right. getting scratched by a bat on a tennis court. God, bats have just been evil the whole time, haven't they? Well, that's... Rabies were always the, um, the joke mm. that you would make as a kid. You never really understood where rabies came from. Remember mm. all that? Like there was always mm. boy girls, uh, boy germs, girl germs, and rabies. Mm. Like, be careful, you'll get Don't rabies. Don't kiss you'll get rabies. Rabies, yeah. yes. Mm. So I ran it out of the deck and I threw it. Oh, threw it up on the deck. Like, no, they're sturdy ass. They always land on their feet. Yeah, they do. They're not cats. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think? Do you think I need to? I think I'll be fine. It'll be fun. I don't know, man. I'm just if you see me in here wearing a mask, you'll know I mean, that. Uh, I'm uh, afraid to start shutting. <laughs> Maybe you should shut doors. But it would like the breeze. 
You're right. It doesn't matter anymore. It's a moot point yeah. because Angus will keep him away. Or mm. the dog, yeah. not the butler, everyone. The dog. Apparently, uh, pillowcases. Pillowcases are great, like, for catching. If you don't want to go bare hand on something, like, mm. you put your hands in a pillowcase and then you grab them. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, the same way they grab a big lob of ham at the deli. Mm. So you grab it and, and then, then you flick that out. pillowcase yeah. back over. And then you just put the pillowcase on the floor and let them go out on their own. Yeah. This is information I could have used. But your story's much better. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey, we're going to play Alpha Bucks tomorrow. $10,000, baby. Yeah. If you want 10 grand, play it seven and eight. Your letters are S and W. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, sh- gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. Back to school today. And yeah, I. Popping <laughs> bottles in the ice. I know like there's a, <laughs> a lot of parents that are excited, maybe not a lot of kids, but there's also kids that are fearful of going to school because they are being bullied. Yeah. And I've got a lot of emails and I, I've got them from um, kids as well that haven't even told their parents, mm. which is a bit of a concern because I think they think it might just be normal. But I would say talk to your parents about it. But a lot of parents have written saying that they're frustrated by the school's response. Um, and I'll read out just one of them. This is one... Um, one mum was saying that she wasn't aware that her, her young daughter was getting bullied and is getting bullied by a, a person of special needs right. and how difficult it is to, to deal with, saying that she was unaware it happened on a daily basis and she wasn't until a staff member of after-school care informed them that there was an incident in class and the daughter had been crying when they got there. She said the school didn't even call to let me know um, that not only was it um, verbal but also physical as well. So she's since gone to the school, and it seems a lot of the parents are saying it's different if they go to like a religious school or a private school versus a public school, because sometimes you can contact the education department, but it's a different... Right. So there's more more channels to go through for a public, are you saying? A lot of them are saying it's more difficult at the private schools, which Mm. I would have thought the opposite. If you're paying for the fees, I'd be like, well, I'm allowed to. Fix this. But one of the mums has said, am I doing the right thing by chasing this up with the school? I've gone to speak to principals, for teachers, I've requested for a change of class. It hasn't happened. Everyone just keeps telling me to find another school and it's not worth the fight. But I think it is. What's your thoughts? And I'd love to know from people in 131060, was it the right thing to change schools? Mm. Or were you able to stop the bullying with the school's help? Because changing schools for kids is a big deal. And that's all your friends and stuff and... Yeah. yeah, but you wonder how how does it work with a school? Do they go, hey, sit them down, don't do it? Because mm. I think if someone's bullying, there's a lot more going on that with a slap on the wrist from the school, are they really going to stop it? Yeah, yeah. When I guess it's also getting to the 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 heart of the issue, and I think a lot of the time, some of the professionals we've spoken to, and this doesn't make it okay, is that the bullies are being bullied at home or yeah. something's happening and, and that's where they're and regaining their power. Kids are never going to understand that. No. That's what I no. always say to, to my kids. Like, no one's ever going to put you down if they feel like you're below them, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, but it's hard to get that perspective when you're that age. Yeah. Of course. Uh, Jasmine's on. Um, what would you like to say? This parent is listening this morning. He sent the uh, email in. Um. Well, I had the same problem as well, but I never changed my daughter's school. I was just persistent and just kept talking to the teacher. Um, I've been talking to the principal. This has been happening for about a month now, but if you just be persistent and just listen to your daughter, um, 
just keep talking to the teachers and the principals and um, something will happen. So is your, yours has been resolved now? Um, still on and off because okay. the boy keeps um, accusing my daughter for um, getting him suspended a lot and he keeps bullying her. But mm. the, if you just be persistent and just stick to your guns, mm. it's weird that you something have to, though, isn't it? Where that you have to be persistent and continually go in and continually. Yeah. I reckon. I reckon there's a lot of schools that go. We just don't know how to eliminate it. Yeah. Well, it's w- one of those things, I guess, too. When you've gone from your job is to educate, and then yeah. then that's been put and it's been amplified mm. so much by social media and stuff now too that they almost need a whole department in each school that just looks just after does it. that. Yeah. And then I'd be interested to know at what point can you expel someone for bullying, and is it just too hard to? Define it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. Rachel in Fitzgibbon, what do you think about this? Oh, hi, guys. Um, so my sister, when she was in grade two, was bullied, and we went to a private school, and when my dad found out that she was being bullied, the way that he asked the school to address it and the way the school addressed it was during lunch periods, no parents present, was to have the five boys that were bullying my sister t- sit her down and tell her why they didn't like her, mm-hmm. and then she was to respond. Oh, um, God. And, of course, Yep, traumatic. So then um, she informed Dad of that. Dad just had a meeting with the principal and said that's not appropriate. And if any further discussions like that occur, parents need to be present. Mm. Um, And Dad wasn't, you know, he just took a stern approach and said, you know, I'm paying a lot of money for my daughters to go to this school and this isn't appropriate and we will remove her from this school if that's the case. Anyway, they moved to classrooms and she made new friends and it all was sorted, but it took... Quite a couple of times is that having to stress that this is not appropriate school, yeah. not a place to be afraid or scared or hurt. Mm. It's also the reputation of the school. Yeah, yeah. Like if it's a private school and you're paying for it, then you would know that they want to have a good reputation. Whatever happened to the parents as well? Like mm. it's changed too. I remember if one kid's parent told my mum or dad I'd done something, oh, they gosh. wouldn't even ask yeah. my side of the story. <laughs> I'd just get a hiding, like, and that was it. My mum and dad would be like. They've come to me, you're at fault, you're in trouble, wow. and that would be that. But Whereas these teachers, days, it doesn't happen. Now teachers are scared of the parents. Mm. Remember, even you'd be scared of the, the teacher. Your parents would be like, oh, no. My mum always picked the teacher's side, and oh, for good well, reason. She was right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have an anonymous caller. Anonymous, what do you think about? Should she move schools or keep trying to fix it? Look, just from personal experiences from my daughter, I definitely would recommend that she move schools. We witnessed in extreme bullying at a private school and it literally was soul destroying for my daughter Mm. to watch your daughter go through so much pain and angst and Mm. oh my god it was like I could never explain the feeling and to be honest it's still raw today you can hear that Um, but I I had to go and get her help because they were so cruel to her she tried to make new friends but they literally dragged those friends away from her and made her life a living hell. So I went through all the right avenues. I went to school. I went to the principal. Um, they re- they said that they were going to fix everything. Nothing got fixed. It mm. just got worse. So she is now at a new school. She is amazing. She's doing so well. You know, it's her final year, and she's literally powering through it. So I'm so proud of her. Oh, that's good. That's great. It mm. feels like she's recovered, and you're still. It's still that pain of not being able to uh, make, make it all better for it for them, isn't it? Mm. I just, I would 
literally have done anything to yeah. take away some pain. She cries herself to sleep. Mm. You know, the friends that she thought were her friends literally turned around and made her life a living hell at school and humiliated her in front of everybody daily. And the school did not do anything mm. about it. Mm. Well, thank you for your call, no, Anonymous. You. And it does it- seem like you have to go, you have to honestly make sure that you are heard by the school. And if you aren't, uh, mm. then it seems like a lot of people are. And a strong Same message move. for any kids who are in the car right now. I mean, you might think it's all a bit of fun, but obviously it does. You can see it deeply affects mm. people, the whole family. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I uh, appreciate you guys uh, supporting my love of the Lions. You were mm-hmm. both texting to find out how the game was. I know you were watching on watching TV. It. Brilliant game against uh, Richmond, and we did win. I was excited about the game, but I didn't text you about the score. I texted you to see how hungover you were after the well, win. Well, he sent me a text, right, mm. and said, how was the game? You mustn't be feeling well. And I said, no, I'm not feeling well. I got concussion. Oh, what happened? And he's like, what? Yeah. You went to a football game. She said, long story. Uh-huh. I was like, <laughs> I got Plenty of time, sister. And that sounds like a great story. So you can't text someone that and not expect them to ask any questions. (laughs) I had concussion. I wasn't thinking, man. I no, we were going to go to hospital, but we actual concussion. Well, did you go to sleep? Don't go to sleep after a concussion. No, that's actually um, not true. Go to sleep after a concussion. Get a good good night's sleep. No, you just need to make need to look after yourself. But no, I was I was okay. But I just had a bit of a uh, I had to put um, some ice on my head and just be checked because it was a very it was a silly thing and we got a lecture from my parents when I got home because mm. they're up from Adelaide at the moment so they're looking after the kids so Scotty and I get a little bit excited and we get to go to things yeah together. it's such a buzzkill to go home to your parents munted isn't it they, well, they're always it's like don't you judge me it mm. wasn't that it's just my parents were at home and you want to be decent when you get home yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's no extracurriculum activities so anyway we went to the, the game and we were like, oh, there's a Carindale bus after. Mm. And we thought, well, that's near Carina Heights. And normally it would stop on the way. Mm-hmm. But we got confused and normally we should wait for the one that goes down Old Cleveland Road because the one that goes to Carindale goes to Seven Hills. It goes all uh, the back streets. Mm. And rather than going to Carindale and walk from there, we thought we'll just get off at Clem Jones. It's a bit of a walk. That's yeah. a hike. Yep, yep, a bit of a walk. Okay. So we got off there and we were going through a park, which mm-hmm. is a park that we used to live around the corner from. And Scotty's like, isn't it from in a park? We can make out in the park? It's like, not really. It's like, yeah, like, you know, when your kids and your parents are at home, so I'm just, like, going to give you a kiss. And I was like, no, we're just walking through the park. No, I got on that bus to get you to this park and we're finally here. <laughs> I'm getting my kiss. <laughs> So he went to give me a kiss and I leaned back. My arms were, he had my arms curled up. Mm. We both fell over. At what point I don't remember after this, but I, he tripped on the tree and I landed on my head and he fell on top of me and there was a big egg. How so, long do you reckon you were out for? I don't know. Ask him. <laughs> it wasn't good. You literally oh, passed to, out. We had to walk home the whole time. I'm like, I'm not feeling so good. I'm not feeling oh so good. So he was like, do you want me to give you a piggyback? I'm like, no, not at this point. We get home. I'm crying. My mm. parents are like, what's happened? And I'm like, I got concussed. I fell over in a park. And they're like, I'll grow up, you two. <laughs> <laughs> it does wow. sound like the tale of a 17-year-old yeah. coming home from formal. I know. So that was You know mom. the Lions lost the game, right? No, no. And then, so that was my <laughs> mum. And Scotty went and got ice pack. And then my dad comes up because oh, he was asleep. And he's like, yeah. what's happened? And I'm sitting with the ice and he's like, oh, you two. I'm going to sleep. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Did, did you pass out? Yeah, it wasn't good. I think Steph. you have to go it, to a doctor, don't you? Well, we monitored it. 
But then I had to go and get hair and makeup done for a wedding that we're going to, and I'm like, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. That hurts. It hit my yeah. head. And they're like, what were you doing? And I was like, oh, we made out in a park. And he know he's known me for like 15 years. He's like, oh, Abby. Abby. Oh, God. Well, it didn't surprise him. Like, it didn't surprise your parents. It didn't surprise no. me when I got the text message. And funnily enough, isn't surprising Stav right now as you tell so this it's story. So it's not romantic. It could have been, but... No, it's not. It's not, man. I mean, you know, that's teenage stuff. Mm. Who wants to remember those days? <laughs> <laughs> the good old days. Oh, no, man. <laughs> when you, you go to the park and make out and come home without a concussion. Without a concussion. <laughs> Is Scotty Okay. Yes, he's fine. I softened his blow. Yeah, she like... broke the fall. Mm. <laughs> good on her. You're a good wife, aren't you? No, not really. <laughs> he, had a, he had a lot of lectures after. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. That's it for us, though. We're wrapping up a wonderful day. And as we always do, we, um, we reflect. We're not going to get into the debate of whether we should or shouldn't have daylight savings. Uh-huh. It's more the fact... Why can't we work it out when it's only like an hour? Because for some reason it just throws it. You know, I just want everyone to be the same. And now we're a half an hour behind Adelaide. Mm. Nine o'clock your time or nine o'clock my time? Well, here's the thing. Well, where are you? I was booking in some TV work and the lady wrote to me and she's like, so wait a minute, you're not in daylight saving, so that will be an hour. And then she wrote back saying, no, sorry, the other way. It's like we still just can't work out an hour. It no. just gets so confusing to work Does it the, out. Does the shut border affect the time? <laughs> like the border bubble is Byron on Queensland time or is it on New South Wales time? Wait a minute, can we dance at 1am on their time or our time? Is anyone on daylight savings at the moment? Yeah, yeah. it's just started on the weekend. That's why I'm bringing it up. Sunday. But it doesn't notice. affect you, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, that's when, true. When you ring your mate in Sydney, though, and he says, why are you calling so late? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, it's just, only seven. It just throws me. So, mm. thanks. No, Thanks. You know, I love my lawn, mm-hmm. and I bought a new automatic timer. It's a big time lawns. for you, isn't it? Isn't mm. this a special time, spring? Yep. Spring. Summer lawns are made in spring, people. Should we should be top-coating now? Yeah, top-dressing, scalping, all sorts of coring, weird stuff like that. But I bought this one, and it's six different settings. So you can have six sprinklers set up around your house. You set it on an automatic wow. timer. Boom, she comes on, gets every corner of the yard. Beautiful. You don't have to go down and move nothing. Mm. And it was only $89. That's right. I was like, that's a lot of money for a sprinkler system, but it's not what I would expect to pay. Get home, unwrap it like Christmas Day, getting ready to set it up so this morning, bang, on comes the sprinklers. Mm. Only to find out that that was part of it. You need the timer component. Oh. Which is $169. Oh. They already have a timer system. I accidentally broke it. Oh. And it was only a four-setting one. I've gone for the six. I've gone for the mecca. And I thought I got in a bargain, but no. No. Here's the little tiny piece to plug it all in, but you've got to go and buy the $170 computer. It's worth it, though, for the turf. Oh, for the turf. Yeah. Oh. Turf. Have you got a turf. water tank yet? Rainwater tank? No. no. should get one. Mm. Do you know what you can get, rainwater tanks, is um the hail damage ones. Yeah, cheaper. Because yeah. who cares? Not for him, though. No, not yeah, for his garden. Not for your garden. No. Only the best for your garden. <laughs> yeah, not for his field <laughs> of dreams. I don't know. We won't no. buy any clothes. In fact, no food for a year, but mm. look at the turf. Look at the turf. I'm glad you guys are on board. Mm. Thanks. But no thanks. What's well, funny you say that, Maddie? Because I am on board. I've just realised something. I'm looking at turfing, hmm? and you've taken me under your turfing wing. 
and they're looking after my turf issues, which yeah. I really appreciate. Yeah. I've got a few ideas. For that You're not going to like it. But It'll be too expensive for you. You reckon? Yeah, you'll hate the upkeep. Mm. Look how much money he spends on it, and he loves it. But... All I'm going to do is water it. No, mate. Can you just water it? He'll send you photos of the fertilizer you have to get, mm. and I was like, he's like, it's only a small bag, but it'll, it will last. Abby, it's worth it. Yeah. And I ignored him, so then he sent it to Scotty. And he ignored me too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lifelong commitment, mate. <laughs> it's grass. It's like a no. pet. Like a, like a pet. Right. <laughs> Sticking with the dirt. <laughs> yep. AstroTurf it is. AstroTurf's fine, right? It gets hot. Does it? it Real does. hot. And then when a dog pees on that. Mm. Okay, so it looks like I've entered into a terrifying new world that I'm not ready for. It's all right. 50 grand in this week. <laughs> Thanks, but no thanks. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Radio, that's the podcast. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow on the FM dial. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt. Get that fun feeling in the morning. B105.